Fiddlesticks, gosh darn it, dang it, uh, shoot darn. Welcome to another episode of Dude Soup. It's 2.09. Let's take it away. <laughs> that was a take. I'll, it worked. I'll take it. It's that fine. Worked. I like that you can only think of five where you're like, I'll see all the not curse words I can think of. You said five words. Two of them were darn. Yeah, <laughs> I can't think of any other. I blanked out immediately. Curse words that are not curse words. Well, curse words yeah. that are not cur- that not are not bad. You're probably wondering Heck. why we're talking like this. Uh, more on that, but first, uh, before I introduce my guests and everything that we do for this show, Dude Soup, let you know that this uh, podcast is sponsored by Mac Weldon. You can get twenty percent off your entire first order by using promo code Dude Soup twenty. Uh, Stitch Fix is also another one of our sponsors. You get twenty five percent off when you keep all your items in your box at stitchfix.com. Slash Dude Soup and Robinhood. Robinhood is giving listeners a free, well, and watchers, a free stock by signing up at dudesoup.robinhood.com. So more on that later. But first, let me introduce my guest. I'm your host, Adam Kovic, joined by James Wilms and Bruce Green. Hello. How y'all doing? Hello. It's good to see you. Uh, Who are you <laughs> bowing to? Everyone out there in TV land. <laughs> they can't see. They are, I don't know. People watch this podcast, but it's on another monitor. It's on another monitor. Yeah. I always wonder what... The, what is the visual? Well, I feel bad because Omar's over there switching cameras. No one cares. Omar's killing himself he making the show perfect. He's trying. Camera over. He was framing it up. It could just be on the ground. No Every time knows. we're catching up to the Austin team, I'll catch what they're. I, I used to listen to the Rooster podcast more than I watch it, but every once in a while, I'll see it. what are they doing? They're doing like picture and picture now. Yeah, they're doing cool when, stuff. So now it's like, oh, when Gus talks to um, Bernie or whoever's on the other couch, it's two heads mm-hmm. looking at each other. It looks like CNN. Yeah. Get like on this. Oh shit! Whoa, Whoa Adam, yeah. Omar. <laughs> hold on, wait. Where's what? Adam. Oh, no, what no, no, ha- no, hold on. Where? Yeah, th- this, look this way. This <laughs> yeah, way. like that. Yeah, that's Adam. It. That's it. How are things going over there, oh, up, Adam? In TV land. No, nope, other way. Other way. There you go. That's it. This is really good for the audio <laughs> listeners that Hello? we just ex- explicitly <laughs> stated are the primary. So, yeah, sorry, English. audio listeners. They're looking at each other in a two yeah. pi- a two picture thing. I always, work. I you may notice. I always apologize to the audio listeners because I am an audio listener of podcasts. Typically, I almost never watch podcasts. You care about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I. You know what? I think of the the little guy. <laughs> All 80, 100,000 or whatever they are. Uh, but you're probably wondering why we haven't said a single curse word yet. It has been thirty seconds. Fuck, fuck, shit, cunt, whore. Yeah, yeah. 28 seconds. Dick bag. <laughs> um, so a video came out recently uh, where you basically, YouTube is telling us they're clearing up why you can't curse in your videos. Uh, or basically why you can. They're trying to be specific. I appreciate that. But they're explaining to you why you're being demonetized. Yeah. So um, turns out it has always been this way. And they just want to make things more clear. But in typical YouTube fashion, this brought up more questions than answers. I think anytime you try to explain the robot in the cave, people start to ask more questions. You go, but why? It's very simple. There's just mm-hmm. a man. It's a Twilight Zone reference. So uh, YouTube channel uh, Creator Insider released a video with special guest John. They didn't give a last name. From the monetization policy team at YouTube, I assume. That I'm sure that's where he's from. That makes I mean, sense. These are all YouTube employees generally. So they broke down all those really hard to understand facts for us knuckle dragon folk who curse a lot. And they told us the do's and don'ts of YouTube's. No, we swear it's always been this way. Explanation. So no, they don't swear is the problem. Mm, more like, <laughs> hey, everybody out there in TV land. <laughs> No, that's not a hot take. That it wasn't count. a hot take. That's just hot. Oh, no. okay. If he doesn't right. get to the theory, then so, it's just considered hot. There is good news. Words like heck darn and choke me daddy. Uh, also, gosh darn it, are still A-OK. Is a sugar pine. It'll be all right. Choke yeah. me daddy's fine. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it's totally, well, I mean, it's not one of the choke curse words. me daddy. Yeah, those yeah. are all fine. So more crass language is much more taboo. But uh, basically, it's when you say it, like we're kind of alluding to. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it's more damaging to your video if you curse in the title, thumbnail, and in the first 30 seconds of a video. Makes it easy. Which, once again, is pulling the curtain back a little bit of how the YouTube robot works. I'm glad they did it. Like, I I really appreciate the fact that they've actually, I've had, I've been on emails with YouTube where they've said that. They've said at the very beginning of the video, you said these things or you did these things. That's why it's demonetized. Mm -hmm. And so I've kind of gone around like sugar, sugar pine mainly. And I've been like, hey, so try to keep those things, like tone them down a little bit, even bef- like just for the first 30 seconds or minute of a video. And then once you get into the video, it's totally fine. It almost feels like you're now misleading people. You're purposely trying to trick them and getting your video thinking it's all cool and fine and 
sparkly and then you get us these haggard you know 30 year olds <laughs> cursing at you but well, we but youtube wants you to sort of we save lie. our rule 34 for the end into the video which is why that's the end of the video so they can't come after us we don't going, start oh, fuck look at her fuck hole yeah no you, you don't start with dessert that's no. just silly <laughs> i have before ruin it. my stomach didn't like it um so also uh, just to reiterate any video promoting hate speech oh yeah there's, or, the, uh, there's the screenshot. Oh, there it yeah. is. Okay, yeah. Oh, those are fun words. Shit, bullshit, bitch, whore, ho, slut, son of a bitch, mm -hmm. asshole, douchebag, fuck, motherfucker, cock, dick, pussy. I still don't understand what idiot would look at this and think, well, I can't say bitch, but at least I can say son of a bitch. Why yeah. is that even on the list? Well, no, you're, you're right about that. <laughs> or fuck and motherfucker. <laughs> my, my, only, my only word that I want to be able to say that doesn't make any sense, you should be able to say ho, because of ho ho ho, like Santa Claus. That's great. Christmas videos, and, right? Mm -hmm. And you should be able to say douchebag because douche is a real thing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, and douchebag is not a bad word. Is that a bad word? Douchebag? No. Come on. No. That's and not a bad word. Generally, people that are called douchebags are douchebags. That's true. It's I, accurate. I'm just. I'm more curious. What does the committee look like of people who come together and say these are the words we would not like to see? You know who it it's is? Them. It's it's it, it's not even them. It's advertisers. Mm -hmm. It's definitely Johnson and Johnson and uh, don't they that make little girl who's getting her Ford. pants pulled down, flashing her ass all over my uh, fucking sunscreen? It's, that it's little Chevy. Whole, or sorry, Harlot. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice we gotta job. use. We gotta. We need to just expand our vocabulary. Well, that is part of the problem. Yeah, I think that's yeah. probably what this has mostly exposed is our. Yeah. In, inadequate lexicon. Well, I know. When we can't think of a, what to name a character, we name it cunt. <laughs> I think we went through a lot of good names and settled on the best one. Uh, I guess this brings up another question, too. What if, like, what language does this count in? Yeah. So if I say a word that in English is totally fine, or another, but in another country, it is a curse word or it's a, uh, some sort of slang or a racial slur, mm -hmm. does that now get demonetized? Because. Puta. Puta, what does that mean, Omar? It's like a bitch, right? A you bitch? can't say that anymore. I mean, they it. did it on Narcos. <laughs> yeah, but that's, they'll, they'll do, they do everything. Here's the thing. Foreign language no one cares about anyway. The advertisers aren't going to monetize that shit anyway, so probably you probably, it's probably a wild probably west right. out there. I, I know right. from our side of things, that question does come up from time. It's been coming over the last 10 years of like, how do we advertise better or how do we like sell our content in other countries so like remember the whole inside gaming brazil thing oh yeah mm -hmm. that was all they're like hey could you guys like learn another language and then like you know do the news again in portuguese or like no. no okay we'll just hire some lookalikes <laughs> john cena did it what did he do he learned mandarin because wwe wanted to expand into china and so really he learned mandarin now he speaks mandarin good for john cena like fluently yeah. or he's fluent phonetically call him right no, now he's fluent he's fluent order some takeout for me i Oh, I, from him? He doesn't make the food. <laughs> <laughs> he just speaks with the chefs, who are also probably Korean. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that that's really it for the story. Like, well, there, there's a, there's more to it, and like I was saying before, it's it's uh, it sheds some light. Or you, you said it sheds some light, but I think I want to say there's a combination of robots and humans sure. looking at every single video, uh, and a lot of the times. A lot of times that manual review, there's a thing that you can do on YouTube where like if you get demonetized, you can request a manual review, which is supposedly another person. Um, I still think it's a robot. And I'm pretty sure it's another robot. robot. But yeah. it's a robot where they've actually built the upper torso. Yeah. So it's not just like a server and a blinking <laughs> yeah. light. It's like a robot that's just sitting <laughs> yeah. at his desk, but he still just analyzes it the <laughs> same way. Yeah. It looks like uh, Lincoln from the uh, Hall of Presidents or yeah. something. Yeah. But they cut cut its legs off because it kept trying to leave, <laughs> and then it's I don't know. It's just uh, it's 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 weird. It's it's such a weird place, YouTube, it, Be, because the more that we the more that we work on it, I mean, like the the more that we feel like we know it, and then they change things, mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't really help. It doesn't help anybody feel good about putting videos up on YouTube. Well, so. Also, I think part of it too is you can come out with this video and say, "All right, here's the things. Now go have fun." Except you still need a thousand other videos for all the other rules that you have changed that you are not telling mm -hmm. anyone about, or yeah. all the different stipulations. Not that it matters anyway, because we're in a constant John Henry struggle 
between man and machine, where if they make a video and say this, then you're going to see an influx of videos where in 31 seconds, everything's going to hit the fan. Like, Mm -hmm. now you're just going to have a longer header of some YouTube channel with 12 subscribers at the beginning. (laughs) And then he's going to come and go, you go, cockfucker, shit piss, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to slam that bell. Like, like, it's always this struggle Mm -hmm. where people, then the channel gets struck and they go down, they fall down just like John Henry died. By the way, he lost that. That's my favorite American fable is the story of John Henry. And I barely like, know it. He Because he challenges Paul the Bunyan? machine. Oh. He digs a hole faster than a machine can right. dig a hole. But the machine wins? But like barely. And then oh. he dies. <laughs> but, the machine still but the machine can do another hole. So in my book, the machine won that battle. What was the movie Tall Tale where like they all come together? It was the original LXG. The original LXG. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking it's like, about. It's like Paul Bunyan, John Henry, and like Wyatt Earp. <laughs> Okay. All hang out. I'll have to look it up. It's a real movie. All made up people. Like Wyatt Earp. <laughs> no, that was the weird part. It was sort of like, why him? <laughs> like, I've never heard of that. Like, ah, the old made up characters. I'm like, that's a real person. I'm like, probably not. Nope. Okay. They didn't exist. The, the, the lesson learned there is that YouTube always wins. <laughs> the, the machine well, yeah. always wins. It's, it's funny to watch these things that are just cesspools for the most part try and like clean their waters. Like they're like, we're, no, we're Coca Cola, don't leave. Like, like well, we can clean this up, we can clean it up. But it's just like ducks covered in oil, screeching. It's just terrible. There's no way to salvage it. Well, it's a, it's a machine. It's a, it's an AI. It's an algorithm that YouTube can never admit is broken. It's always right. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the thing. It's sort of like remember when Gmail was in beta, we forgave all its mistakes because we're like, well, it's in beta. It's been in beta for ten years. Ha ha ha. YouTube's always in beta. They just can't ever admit that because the system is always changing and the algorithm is always advancing and becoming different or worse. We still see people getting their own videos claimed by themselves or other people who don't exist um, or people who do not own the actual copyright. YouTube can't come out and say it's a work in progress. They just have to go, we have to believe in the machine because if we don't believe in it, it won't work. Right. On the other side of this, too, whenever I talk to people at YouTube that are always, they're usually trying to be more transparent. They're trying to tell me kind of like, hey, Avoid these things and you guys will be fine. Um, I really appreciate that attitude because it's one, it's it's something that they haven't had in years past, and and now they now they do. And then the the more that I drill down with them, the more they go, look, I, I, we're we're trying to fix things. We're really trying to get better at this. I, I'm I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the phone rings. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's exactly right. Because <laughs> yeah. then usually yeah. like they'll get cut off by somebody that walks up and they're like, yeah, no, yeah. YouTube's great. Everything's great. Yeah. Don't don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And, but they're like, really, really, yeah, we're yeah. really trying. There's some so, poor guy in a server room with duct tape trying to fix everything while people's videos are getting claimed and mm-hmm. well, not getting claimed. Right before the podcast, James and I were talking about how humanity's a cesspool. Yes. And yes. Uh, and YouTube is a mirror to that cesspool. Yes. And so. We're always trying to, humanity's trying to make themselves better in certain cases, but a lot of the times it's just garbage. We're all just shit. Uh, and YouTube's trying to improve. They're trying to improve, you know, humanity one video at a time. Uh, but the majority of humanity, the people that are putting videos on YouTube, they're they're doing whatever the fuck they want. And that's going to, it's going to reflect in the content. It's going to reflect in the algorithm and it's going to reflect... Uh, with advertisers, and that's what happened back in, was it 2017 or whatever, yeah. when well, we all got fucked. <laughs> well, I mean, when so. even YouTube tries to curate it and they make their own rewind and everyone hates it, does that show that maybe YouTube's out of touch with its own platform? But I think they have to be because everyone uses that platform. And if mm-hmm. they were in touch with that platform, they would be terrible. They'd be successful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, no offense, but sometimes you have to be better than the the people that are there to consume it. It's not what I would call that rewind that they made. No, no, I, I think, I think fair, they're misguided. Tone deaf. I think a lot of time they're misguided about what it is. They have this idealist. It's basically like when a game dev is like, we're coming out with this new game and it's so simple. All you have to do is find a friend online and the two of you can solve this puzzle together. It's in uniting strangers online. And you're like, have you played a game online? <laughs> that doesn't work that way. Yeah, That's yeah. not how it happens. Somehow they, they trap you in a closet. They call me all of those words. <laughs> yeah. They call me all of those words, hack my game, and then leave with my money. Correct. Right. Yep. That's right. Uh, real quick, I uh, just want to let you know that the uh, synopsis of uh, Tall Tale is a young boy draws on inspiration <laughs> the legendary Western characters to find the strength to fight evil, uh, fight an evil land bear in the Old West who wants to steal his family's farm and destroy their idyllic community. So what characters are in it? It was Pecos Bill. Pecos Bill. 
I've heard of the character. I don't know what well, Pecos is that Bill it. Does. Are, there the, are there other characters? Patrick Swayze plays Pecos Bill. Uh, Oliver Platt is Paul Bunyan. Okay. Roger Aaron Brown. Uh, I'm not sure he was probably played a president. Some things. John Henry. Okay. Nick Stahl's in it. He's Daniel Hackett. He's the Ooh. main character. All right. Who's uh, Nick Stahl? He's uh, was from Terminator oh, Three. Three. Terminator and Three. Sin City. And then Catherine uh, O'Hara like, was Calamity Jane, who was a real person. <laughs> Pecos Bill may have also been a real yeah, person. Calamity I'm not really Jane sure. Was a real person too. And then there's a character named Zeb. Mm. <laughs> ah, the, against the evil Zeb. Zeb might be the bad guy. I think he probably is the bad guy. Yeah, Roger Aaron. Brown. Nobody watched this film. I only saw the hey, trailer. I saved you some time. <laughs> uh, I'm unfamiliar with the character who played uh, uh, any of these people. So, anyway, uh, but what I really want to let you guys know is that this episode, Dude <laughs> is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Uh, we've talked about Mac Weldon nonstop for the last few years because they are a fine sponsor have been a fine sponsor for many, many years. Uh, James, you wearing your Mac Weldon's? Yep. I'm wearing mine, uh, as always. I, I, don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to check anymore. I just know I'm wearing them. But uh, Mac Weldon makes all sorts of clothing. Um, I especially love their underwear. But they uh, make, uh, as they call men's essentials. And they're elevated by technical innovation in the sense that it uh, feels really good on your junk. It does. Yeah, it's great. So Mac Weldon would be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, sweats, and uh, more that you will ever, ever wear. I need to get more of their socks, actually. I have about three pairs of them. They are fantastic, especially now that it's getting colder. Mm -hmm. They are somehow warm without making your feet sweat. I don't know how they do that. I don't have any of those, and I want one. You should do that. Uh, They also have their silver line of underwear, shirts, and socks. They're naturally antimicrobial, which is a big word that I got to learn by doing these ad reads. (laughs) So uh, they basically eliminate odor, keeping you fresher for much longer. So go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your entire first order using promo code DUDESOUP20. Once again, that's MacWeldon.com, 20% off your entire first order. Use the promo code DUDESOUP20. We can't recommend them high and highly enough. Please check them out. And thank you, Mac Weldon, for sponsoring this podcast. We sponsored DudeSoup for almost as long as it's been around. I feel like they're one of our first sponsors. This podcast wouldn't exist without them putting yeah. sweet underwear on our bums. <laughs> so thank you. Um, we can keep talking about YouTube. Or we can move on what else to you got? much more. I, well, I wanted to check in on you guys. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm fine. No, I mean, like, really, how you doing? I'm pretty like, tired. Are you good? Because everyone thinks we're, like, this is the end. What? End of what? End of what? It's the end of Funhouse. What are you talking about right what? now? Why? This is over? Have you, have you guys been following the internet? What's happening? No, what's happening on the internet? Well, the super best friends are no oh. longer best friends. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Game Grumps had to put out, like, a 17-minute video explaining... That they're only going to do eight thousand videos <laughs> yeah. a week. I mean, I don't. I and I, I love those guys mm-hmm. dearly. They're like brothers from another mother, and that like breaks my heart when I I couldn't even watch the whole thing. It was like these poor guys pour so much into their work, and they have to apologize for focusing on their own mental health. Mm-hmm. And I I almost pulled some comments that I I read. I, I didn't think it would be worth it to, but people who were upset mm-hmm. at um. Groups like that breaking up or taking a step back. Um, but I just want to make sure you guys are okay because, I mean, celebrity deaths always happen in three. So, so wait, who's the first and the second? No one. <laughs> are you going to die first, then me, and then him? No, I'm saying like as a collective. Oh. oh. People, are, oh, people are worried that because we've been working together so long, there, there's something brewing, right? There's uh-huh. there's some deep like resentment, something, right? Well, you can't be confused as to why this happens. It's because you start when you're 20 something and who gives a shit and why not work on something for 12 hours a day? Just turn out as much as you possibly can to build up an audience to try and make more money or whatever it may be and just go crazy because who cares? And then you look in the mirror and you're in your 30s and you're like, I am so tired and I haven't lived at all (laughs) for the last 10 years. But through the lens of the computer screen, it looks like you're living the most amazing life, except mm-hmm. that like streamers stream for 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. So they're not living. They're sitting in that chair yeah. in front of a green screen. It's uh, it's as the uh, the great Cypress Hill uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you're gonna say. artist said yeah. at one time, it's a fun job, no, it's still but it's still a job. I thought you were going to say, to be rock superstar. Well, what, what, so when I, was, when I was a kid, whenever that song came out. 2001 been, or something. Yeah, it must have been like 19 or whatever. I remember hearing them say that. And I'm like, I was like, fuck them. That's bullshit. That's, this is way more fun than they're letting on. They're totally rich. They're famous. They've got everything they want. Why would they ever say anything like that? <laughs> now that I'm here, I'm like, well, Cypress Hill had uh, something to say. There. To be fair. A lot of groups are more rich than us. 
<laughs> to be fair, I would. I guess maybe a lot of groups aren't as big as us. I think I. I often forget about that. the The pool is spread much more. I mean, Super Best Friends is the pool as big as us. I think. Were they? I, I. I know we had the two Ford facing. I don't know if I've ever even actually met them. I, I met them once or twice, very briefly. I think they came by our booth one time at. Machinima, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm very shy around new people. You guys know that about me. <laughs> but Gingram's down around his ankles. But Gingram's like, they've been, they're they're huge, and they've been yeah. huge for years. Now, um, I mean, I, I I had people ask me about this uh, super best friends thing, and I was always like, they probably weren't friends for a really long time. Like it was probably like a year or two that they were sort of like, we'll grind it out. Yeah, but I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's probably what it was. That's I mean, yeah, that's that's like uh, a very unhealthy relationship yeah. people do that where it's like okay i hate you but we're doing it for the kids mm-hmm. and like people doing all sorts of different like marriage yeah well mm-hmm. exactly like i hate you but let's do it for the money jay-z and beyonce like you got it like <laughs> <laughs> let's stay rich you think they love each other Come well on. no i just think you, they may not hate each other they just may have an arrangement and i think a business arrangement can be fine yeah. sure no and that sounds like that's what they were doing but eventually at when some your point, channel is called super best right. friends yeah. and it's just a business arrangement though at a certain point you're like uh, we're not best friends. That seems right stupid. Every time I log into this channel, I feel like an idiot. But I mean, I, I have no real personal things to say. I had never met them, and I only kind of knew yeah. about their channel. I obviously any creator online, I wish them the best luck, and I want them to do well and succeed because it's a tough business. But I know the the sort of thing I see everywhere is a lot of people say like, "Oh, well, you should never mix friendship and business." I've seen that a lot too. Which is. Yeah. I guess kind of true, but you should still like the people you're working with. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I also, I also think the game room situation is an entirely different situation. It, sound, it sounds to me like they're, they are just burnt out. Like, and it, oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of like us. We weren't necessarily burned out, but we decided to change our focus at the beginning of 2018 when we were like, hey, we're gonna make less YouTube videos, but we're gonna focus more on our careers. We're gonna focus more on the bigger stuff that we feel like is the next 10 years of our lives versus mm-hmm. grinding out more YouTube videos. Uh, that's what it sounded like to me, a little bit more of a, of a change of pace for them, where they're going to kind of scale back on their YouTube videos, but they're yeah. probably going to end up doing way bigger projects. Because they've been doing touring, yeah. and they've been doing all kinds. They made a game. Like, they, yeah. they've well, been they doing have all the, kinds of stuff. The show they did with Dan Harmon. I was always surprised at the amount of work that they've been doing the last few years anyway. Yeah. They've been killing they it. They were just doing it all. Yeah. Yeah. And at a certain point, you can't do it all. Right. You yeah. can only sprint for so long. Yeah, okay, I'll sprint forever. No, you can't. Well, you can't. You'll die. And uh, and that's that's what they. I think that's what they reached. And I, you know, it's, it's uh, the more the more empathetic people on on the internet generally go. You know what? That's cool. That's good. Uh, and I'm 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 glad when people when I see those comments because I I think the audience is getting a little more savvy about that and starting to understand where we are as creators. And if we need a change of pace, then they're like, you know what? Do that. It's they may not watch. they the audience may not stick around. Whatever. But at least you're not going to destroy yourself to do it. I think for as long as this whole YouTube new media thing is a business model, you will see these phases. Hmm. They will they will you will see the rise of certain things, especially in the middle class where we are, yeah. like PewDiePie will probably be around forever because you at a certain point you make enough money that you can create a system in place where you can relax within bit, the yeah. treadmill of your job. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a certain middle class where you're not making that much money and you don't have that much staff and you don't have that much help and you're still trying to get noticed and you're still working very hard every single day. But you'll see a thing as like these young guys, he's 21 and he's a big bull energy. And then he's, if he hasn't moved on to something more mainstream or whatever, and he's like in his thirties doing it, you're going to see this slowly. All right, guys, I got to <laughs> chill out now because yeah. I have to actually live a life or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I always kind of assume too that the the viewership is is sort of attained by you representing sort of the everyman, which is living everyday life, not being a multimillionaire. Like the minute someone goes, "Dude, my butler was so snooty to me this morning," <laughs> right? Why is Chat yelling at me? <laughs> like, <laughs> once it gets to those things, like these Ferraris, man, these Ferrari dealerships—they charge you so much. For, You'd think by the time you get your fourth one, the fifth one would be free, but no. <laughs> yeah. God, my life's so hard. Anyway, I'm playing Black Ops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like, yeah. I mean, there's a certain like conceited aspect of it. Yeah. Like, but then there's another side where people who are making a ton of money, the doctor disrespects or whatever, they hmm. lean into it and they're like, oh, that's part of my character that I drive Ferraris. 
because he actually drives Lamborghinis, <laughs> you know, like, or whatever it may be, yeah. you know. So then the audience wouldn't judge him if he came onto a video and was like, hey, guys, I just got out of my Lamborghini and my supermodels were massaging my back. Yeah. And he was telling the truth, <laughs> you know, like, because. I, I just always kind of assumed your survivability was sort of in line with how well you were able to relate to your audience. Hmm. And once you can no longer relate, and then you sort of become enveloped in your own world and you start to believe that you're as big as you think you are, that's sort of when the fall begins. Yeah, I, I think for uh, the stuff that we make, which is like, per, it's some of it, most of it's personality-driven content. Absolutely. Um, like Dr. Disrespect is different because he's a character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he doesn't necessarily have to relate to, in reality, he makes fun of the audience. Um, and I think that's a really good spot to be in. So him and Ninja are sort of the, the opposites there on Twitch. Ninja's like himself. Yeah. And he's, you know, like, I'm just, I'm just Tyler. I'm just a dude playing Fortnite. And, you know, I'm just like you and whatever. Um, eventually, though, like you said, if, if he starts to be able to not relate to his audience on Twitch, then it might get a little strange. But if Dr. Disrespect keeps going with his Ferraris and his supermodels, that's just who he is. Yeah. <laughs> that's his character. It's something yeah. about your, how genuine you are. I think less than how relatable you are. I guess we've seen mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We've seen it happen where some people become the character. Like oh, yeah. maybe that was them all the time and that was sort of a way to let it out. But then on the other side, there's like, um, it's a great quote from Hank Azaria where he says like, he is so uncomfortable being himself. The only way he can be sort of a uh, extrovert is play a different character. Mm-hmm. And that's why he thrives um, being in content or, you know, creating content because he's never himself. Yeah. But I like, I think I had this conversation with Elise, like I feel the same way where like myself, I'm just sort of a boring, normal person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when we all, <laughs> fuck you, when we all, when we kind of get together and we're out at an event or whatever, I feel like, oh, I can, you guys all kind of lift me up a little bit. Amped and it's like, yeah, it's a little easier instead of like, I'll just be out here and I'll dance. I don't know what you want from me, but I don't know. I guess part of that what I'm trying to say too is like, it helps if you have a support team, oh, yeah. a support staff instead of it's, a group. Yeah. It's just you and you're constantly second guessing what you're doing. And then you get to the point where. I can't second guess because if I second guess, I'll fail. So everything I do is right, even if I'm wrong. <laughs> and that's not, that, I guess that's just a general thing for life, I guess. Yeah. You had a really good point though, the, the being genuine. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something that, um, it's, it's weird. It's two-sided because what you were talking about where if, or if you're genuine, but then you're an asshole, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> eventually that people get tired of that. Um, do they? I mean, I, I think, I think eventually it's like, if you're being so genuine that you're just a dick now and like you're a rich dick who's mm-hmm. genuine, I don't know that a lot of people are going to want to watch that. Um, I, I'm, I mean, like, not that I've seen. There yeah. are a few. Usually they, they like to see the train wreck. People like to see the Charlie Sheens and the, yeah. you know, like the uh, Elon Musk. Britney Spears just explode. Yeah. But I don't think they want to go and watch their YouTube videos over and over and be like, oh, yeah, you're part of my everyday life. That, I, that always, I always wonder how much of it is just sort of like I enjoy the train wreck. Or do I enjoy the person? It's sort of like watching real Housewives of Atlanta or something like that. It's like, or maybe at some point the Stockholm Syndrome kicks in and you actually start to like these people. Maybe. I don't know. It's like Meerkat Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Meerkat. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. (laughs) Those animals are dicks. Um, But either way, I just wanted to bring that topic up just because I think we're fine. (laughs) It seems fine to me. I, I, I guess if people ever go... Those guys are they. I always see this every once in a while. They seem so tired. It's like that's just age, I well, guess. Well, I'm tired. Yeah, I was I mean, we might be tired mistake, because we're working tired. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had this panic moment. Um, FYI, um, Zquil or any of those like not those non prescription NyQuil substitutes or whatever, the purple drink, um, they say non habit forming, but they don't talk about the crippling de- like dependency. You well, rely yeah, on they it. mean chemically. Because <laughs> Elise will sometimes yeah. take a Z-Quil to go to sleep. And she's like, well, it's non-habit forming. And she says it tongue-in-cheek. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but if you use it to sleep Every and day. you like sleeping, yeah. then you will, then it's going to form a habit. It doesn't matter. Like, I, like, I don't know what happened. It's like, I think if you get outside your rhythm in any way whatsoever, but like, I often think about that. I'm like, well, I can't come into work looking tired. I have to produce a podcast. And like, I'm going to be the host. And if you see me being like... Hey, what's up? I didn't sleep last night. So I don't know, something like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had already taken like, I've been trying to take less and less because I'm like, that's a good idea. I need to wean off of this stuff. I was just wide awake <laughs> staring. And I'm like, you know why? Because your body's take- waiting for the Z-Quil. No, well, I already, <laughs> I had taken a little bit already. I, yeah, but it's waiting for that, that dose. <laughs> 
That's what I'm serious. You the other three ounces or whatever? Because I don't know how often you take it, but it's like Every it's waiting night. for that around midnight or whenever you take it, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, it is midnight. It is now time for Adam to drug me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's when you take it. And then it's like, okay, now time to go to sleep. Yeah. So, so when you have some insomnia... Do you actually just lie there with your eyes wide open? No, I try to like close you my eyes, it. but it's like I'm hyper aware of everything that's bothering me. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, next uncomfortable. I'm like, I, I'm not. And then, then it's like, okay, I'm going to stretch a little bit. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I'm gonna, maybe I'm under the blanket wrong. Oh, one of the cats is sleeping on me. Weird. Like <laughs> everything's weird. I got to get out of here. And then it's like, <laughs> it's running out of the front door yeah. screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I it's it it helps the most when. I have something I can focus on, like oh, I have a project, or I have you know something I, I'm looking forward to, like oh man, Infinity War tomorrow, can't wait, and then I bang, and then happy gone, dreams. Yeah, Christmas. Um, for what? <laughs> but then this one, I was like, yeah, I was like 1 a.m. Took more Zequel, went to bed, and then I had nothing except for dreams about Wolfenstein. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds cool. No, it was bad. It was like it oh. was like like scary, like imagining oh. like Nazis taking over America and being oh, like. Bad being a subject to that. And I was like, I woke up with this like feeling of dread. And then I, I watched the YouTube video of the, um, the evil chick from, uh, yeah, yeah. I forget her name. Wolfenstein? Mm-hmm. The evil, the bag. Uh, well, her face gone. Yeah. We, right. Yeah. I got like half yeah. crushed over yeah. the first one, but the, the final murder scene or whatever, like on live TV and Wolfenstein two, which is awesome. And I was like, okay, there's some, there's something therapeutic about it's that. cathartic. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to it. see her head get chopped in half. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my day <laughs> or night. That sounds like a psychological thing. Fuck you. I mean, <laughs> there's a certain aspect of like being able to like push things to the side and then that's what puts people to sleep. Well, you just fall asleep no matter what. No, but I mean, I, I'm pretty good about knowing whether I'm awake because of anxiety or I'm awake because I'm physically not tired. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty good at figuring out the difference. Between them. I think I'm just always anxious. Yeah. That's sort of my issue. And more so now, I don't know if I could talk about this, but the the work thing we have to do right now where we all basi- oh, yeah, yeah. is basically hunger games. Yeah. Um, where we have to like, we have to do these peer reviews. Oh yeah. And nothing scares me and upsets me more than other people judging me. And all, and it's all, it's like, Hey everyone, write a review for each other. And I'm like, all I can think of is like, what did I do to upset Omar? Like I, what did I say to him? Like, what did I do? I haven't read anything that he's written about me. And I don't know. It's just, I just know that everyone who works here has to write something about me. And it's, not it's everybody freaking me out. Not everyone, uh, and I can tell you, Adam, that nobody is upset at you. <laughs> I can I can be very. What if, not true? Well, I haven't turned in my review. Yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can be very very honest with you, Adam. Yeah, no one's upset. At you. Am I allowed to complain to HR that <laughs> About the inter- that their system <laughs> sure. is causing me anxiety? Absolutely, and I'm losing sleep totally because I'm should. I'm worried about people judging me. I think you should. Okay, I get the I lose sleep having to judge other people. Getting all those things saying like write a, a shitty thing about this person. I'm like, I don't. There's nothing shitty to say about I this make person. Sure Adam knows I don't like. <laughs> you guys, you guys don't have to write something shitty. That's that, true. See, that's the thing. Is that like, but how how else will I get ahead in this world? That's true. You have to put other sound. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, no, it's true. there's there's the beach and there's the water and your head's in that water and I gotta go for the beach. But, no, 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 no. I'm no, just no. kidding. I don't care. You guys don't have to do it. Like the thing. I guess you. I mean, like truthfully, you don't really have to do anything if you don't want to. Um, sending a complaint, I, I mean, sending a complaint is probably a good idea just to tell them Not that. just a concern of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a good idea. I, I appreciate the utopia you're trying to build. Sure. Um, but it has a inverse effect on me and it's very negative and like, I'm like stressed out over this. Okay. Well, okay. you should tell them. Okay. I really think you should tell them. So like all, I'm just saying all my stress related stuff is all external. Mm-hmm. In here, I'm happy. I'm fine. I like our day to day. We recorded demo disc well, today and it felt great. I also think there's an aspect of there's a difference between our system, which is right the, and there's this huge block. Yeah. It's like, a, here's a prompt. It's formal. Find something you hate yeah. about the person you're writing about. Yeah. And then it's this block that's like this thing and you feel compelled to fill it because like homework it's, assignments it's formal, and like yeah. stuff like it's that. It's really formal. But you don't have to rip in it's it's just about feedback so it's oh no like, i'm not i'm not worried about um finding negative things about people i work with i think like, plenty that's omar's problem <laughs> i'm worried about what people have to say about me no yeah but i think if, also yeah. if it was just a situation where you sat down how a conversation with that person mm-hmm. it'd always be more productive than writing in this giant that's anonymous block. it's weird it's always it's weird because yeah. the whole thing is like there's a lot it's of supposed anonymous to protect feedback. you because all human beings hate all human beings yeah. and never want to discuss you human being nature to other human beings. So 
<laughs> anyway, that's that's my only issue. But everything else good? We good here? I'm, I'm yeah. We're okay. I'm good. Yeah. I'm you sure. Concerned. You would tell me, right? I would tell you right now. Okay, that's good. You know what else I'd tell you? What? You guys look great, but I look better because I'm wearing Stitch Fix. This is actually, I'm wearing most of it today. I got this a while ago. Uh, this is a nice shirt. Got some nice pants. Nice. Uh, I wore this, uh, I got this like last year, but I still wear it. It's good stuff. Yeah, good. They. Uh, it is a very easy to use service uh, that they have where they basically, you have your own stylus, basically dress you up, make you look good going out and it's stuff that matches, which I really like. So it's a online personal styling service. You can get in the way. I don't care. I'm really like, as soon as I just yeah. like at all straighten Lean my back, I'm a little in bit. it. I see, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Also, this belt. I, mean, I don't know if you can see it. Shit. Sorry. This, I can I've see had it. This, I had this belt for a year. There's no problem with it. There's like, it has been a great belt. I wear it every day. I forgot it came with a stitch fix. No. It's great. It's a fantastic belt. I I never got to talk to them uh, about them as a uh, sponsor, but I think I... I've got the most out of them, so I actually really like them. So it's really simple. You just go to stitchfix.com slash dudesoup, tell them your sizes, uh, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. It's pretty simple. Uh, you'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will then handpick items and send them right to your door. That's It's all a mail delivery system, too, which is what I love. I'm kind of busy. I don't really have time to go to the mall these days, so it's like it's nice to have clothes just sent to you, and it's all personalized. So uh, Then you basically try on the clothes. You pay only what you want and love and return the rest. Uh, shipping exchanges and returns are always free. So it's a very hassle-free service. Uh, there are no subscriptions required. Another thing I love about them, you can sign up, receive scheduled shipments, or get your fix whenever you want. So Stitch, uh, Stitch Fix uh, styling fee is only $20, which is then applied towards anything you keep from your shipment. So I did that, put $20 down, went towards my entire outfit, which ended up being really nice. And I can mix and match. It's nice, but I'm wearing most of it today. So uh, you can get started now at stitchfix.com slash dudesoup, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all items in your box. That is stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. To get started today, stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. And that's, that's it for that ad read. Uh, that's really it. Uh, I, oh, I want to ask you, Bruce yeah, huh? and James, um, is there anything you guys are excited about that we're working on this year? Because I know we... We kind of do our like, I know we can't talk. Uh, some of it we can't talk about. Some things we can't talk about. <laughs> well, I'll say like, example, we started demo discs oh, today, yeah. which yeah. we haven't done in, when was the last time we did a Long demo time. disc? Long uh, time. Been like eight months. Hitman. And then also Wheelhouse. Yeah. Wheelhouse. So it's like probably 10, 20, 30-ish. <sighs> so 30 weeks about. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, should we say, I, I guess we already kind of tweeted it. If you look into it, you can see the, the theme oh, of the season. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation 2. I love it. Yeah, PlayStation 2 is the theme. Yeah. So I was like actually really stoked we're doing that again. Yeah. Um, some surprises. <laughs> I've never owned a PlayStation 2. <laughs> and you never will. And I never will. You're right. Uh, so I don't know anything about most of these games. So wait, I, I what was your DVD player growing up then? Did you guys just buy a DVD, DVD player? player? You didn't have a DVD player? I mean, I, we had VHS. And we would record things on the VHS. <laughs> right, piracy. Yeah. Um, and then after 1991, you did what to watch things? DVD, I think we probably just bought a DVD player. Okay. Like it wasn't- The only one. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't buy one that was, like we, I'm sure we waited years to buy one. Yeah. Like after the PS2 came out or something, because we didn't have that. Uh, but yeah, like I only had Nintendo. I never had a console that played DVDs. Hmm. So. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I feel like as- that was how I sold it to my parent, mm -hmm. mom. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, I was like, you know, it's a DVD player, and she's like, my mom was at the time like, oh, new technology. These DVDs are pretty cool. I'm like, you know, it plays DVDs, mm -hmm. and it's cheaper than any DVD player in the market. We should probably get it. She's like, sell. she's like, you know what? We got it. And then she immediately was like, what? Well, you're just playing video games. I was like, <laughs> put it in a bin, and then we just got a normal DVD player. You fooled her. <laughs> fooled your mom for a little. Got bit. her. Yeah. <laughs> Look on her face. Yeah. I felt like that's how most people had a PlayStation 2. So it surprised me when Bruce said he didn't no, have I was one. a good boy, so they just got me what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice to be an only child. Did you oh, just, how are your grades? Horrible. Yeah, mine were great. So <laughs> did did you, you just know. ask your mom? She was like, yeah, done. Well, I, I was good because my brother and I could coordinate. Got it. And so we would coordinate be like, gifts. let's get, this would be get for us. You and your brother, yeah, right? Yeah, a PlayStation yeah. 2. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that because I was an only child. So like that. So mine was always a, big a ask. very hard sell. It's a big ask. Like, and I think probably when I was around the PlayStation Two age, I asked for a drum set. 
Mm. And that was a big deal. That that's was a, a big a, deal. That's a big, loud ass. It was a big, loud ass. You're absolutely right. My parents were like, you're going to play it? And I was like, I will play it. Uh-huh. And I did. Where's that drum set now? Oh, that's long gone. The one, the one that I got that was like $200, oh, that's okay. probably in the trash. But Where'd you put it? In the garage? No, I played it in my bedroom. My parents were like, they let me play the drum. Like, they encouraged me to play music. Mm. And I mean, I'm... I, Here you are, a I, musician. I play all the time, <laughs> every day. No, like, I've, I've been playing drums for 20 years. I played, I played for my church for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... I gave it all back and then some. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I mean that should get you into heaven, right? Playing drums, yeah, that's, that's right. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. playing yeah. drums with Jesus. Did yeah. you have to play behind that glass? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, yeah did. they did that at my my youth church as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it's too loud. That's yeah. the problem with drums. Too so loud. You go and you draw devil horns. So worry when you they're <laughs> so looking at you, you through, yeah, they see, they see you. Devil horns. Devil horns. Well, when they, when they put that up, I would just play louder. <laughs> I always I always wondered that when if and when I choose to have a child. Mm-hmm. If they come up to me and they go, Daddy, Daddy, I want to blank, do I go, yeah, what do you encourage say? or discourage? I don't know. Like for, like, so for me growing up, example, um, I got really chubby one year. So my mom was like, you need, a, you need to do a sport. What's happening mm-hmm. in the summer? Football, you're playing football. No interest in the sport whatsoever. But yes, I was getting fat. So I had to go uh, run around all summer. Come fall, and she go, they, they go, okay, time to buy your gear and your, your you know, it's 120 bucks or whatever for your rent shoulder pads, get your jersey and all that. My mom's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's going to cost how much? Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 no. And like, thank God her boyfriend at the time was like, just pay the pay for it. He's going to play football. Like, just let him play. Yeah. And it was like, it sort of broke my heart because I was like, I played all summer and I was like, yeah, mom doesn't want to pay the fee. So I don't have the money. And yeah. then thankfully he was like, just pay it. And oh, then good. same thing happened with lacrosse. I was a senior, played lacrosse. Um, you need a lot of gear for lacrosse. It's like helmet, shoulder pads, gloves. And this one, I had to buy it all myself and um, a stick and all that. But like, same thing. My mom was like, yeah, do whatever. What is that thing called? Stick. 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 Got stick it. with okay. net. All right. Yeah. Well, it's, you, you can have an attack or a defender, which is like the big long one. Yeah. Oh. And or then the there's goalie. the goalie one, which is the, quid- the goalie one is basically the same thing that you to get leaves out of your pool. <laughs> oh, it's one of those things. <laughs> like, uh, my best pool friend, scraper? my best friend yeah. was a goalie. So I would always have to, like tossed back and forth practice mm. with him. Yeah. So I never actually played it except for the one time I think I've told this story before. No. Or the one time I all of my friends played lacrosse, but I wrestled. And so but there was one time where one of their players was hurt and they're like, please, please, please. And I was like, I don't I can't. Yeah, I can't. And can they're like, you fit, you'll fit. And so they strapped me up in pads and went it's out like a there. Disney movie. Yeah. And I went out there and I played fine and got like three assists. Oh. And right. then I was like, oh, this must be an easy sport. <laughs> this is not a glowing recommendation of oh, the complexity man. of lacrosse we, because we had, I am literally pulled off the street. We had some kid from the East Coast move into our town. And like, I, I lived in a very like white suburban town, but lacrosse was nowhere near it. But he was like, I'm going to bring lacrosse here because some guy from his church was mm-hmm. like, I'm from the East Coast too. I love lacrosse. Let's get so these that, kids going. That, it, was, it was like a time period there yeah. where it was like lacrosse. <laughs> I was not in that time. I, I, I was just sort of like, this. I was like, it seems like a weird sport. I'll try it out. I needed, I needed something to do besides play football because I hated football. Mm-hmm. So I was like, lacrosse looks weird. I'll give it a try. And it was way more fun, but super complicated. But no one knew how to play. It's just a bunch of people ramming into each he other. Did. Just soccer. You walked right into it. It's just soccer, except <laughs> yeah. you don't have to worry about the ball. You just hold it in this thing. And but, then if you do this, it stays in there. So then you just not, run by <laughs> the other guy. Half of lacrosse is one dude getting the ball. They take a shot. The goalie hucks it to a dude, an attacker, uh-huh. who just runs straight up the middle and then puts it in the goal. <laughs> That's lacrosse. <laughs> and I, then they get so bored uh, that they go behind their head and oh, then yeah. he scores it too. Well, that that was what was happening to us because we were, you know. You were bad. We're, we're Saugus High School. Yeah, uh, yeah. First year. We're like, let's do it. And we're playing against all these like rich preppy schools down mm-hmm. here oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in LA who've been playing for years. Yeah. And they're just like, what the hell? So we just started running into people. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Because it's like, that's actually the part where I think you would like it, Bruce, is like, it's sort of like rugby slash football. Like you're sort of hitting people. It sounds like like ultimate frisbee, sort of a little bit. But you're, you can sh- if you're constantly moving. Ultimate yeah. frisbee, okay, right. it's yeah, similar, but Everybody you stop. Yeah. And you also have to be good at tossing a frisbee. Yeah. Lacrosse doesn't matter. But it's also sort of like soccer football rules, you know? Yeah. Uh, where you have like the attack, the mid, and oh, okay. the defenders. It's like hockey. It's more oh, like oh, yeah, yeah. it's dude field hockey because yeah. field hockey is not. And you can sport. shoulder yeah. check people when the ref's not looking. So right, yeah. that's pretty good. That's what they told us to do. Uh, in every sport, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but the ref doesn't see one. Yeah. yeah. I forgot why we were talking about that, but oh, that was you're just, talking about presence, PlayStation, you oh, got yeah. football gear, you got lacrosse gear. 
Pretty much, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the story. After yeah. chess club, I'd go to lacrosse practice. You had chess club too? It was an elective. Oh. I chose to do it because I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I wanted to learn how to play chess. And then mm. afterwards, we'd play Halo. So it's a different form of chess. What, Halo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man's chess. <laughs> the, the greatest type of chess. Uh, but then I, I didn't know if there's anything else you want to talk about. Um, big things coming. I know we're, we're working on Arizona Circle still. Mm-hmm. Um, James and Lee's been killing themselves. I think we're going to start filming hopefully soonish. Uh, it's going to be within uh, a year. I mean, that's going to be the first half of this year is, is that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a huge, huge project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be all the way up until. July, August time frame at least. Yeah. So um, I know, I guess, yeah, things on the channel are just sort of staying the course. And then um, we have the sequ- sequential gameplays, I guess. The channel's doing great, by the way. The channel is uh, almost the highest it's ever been. Mm. That's good to know. Yep. The, the people are watching it more than ever. We we have some gameplays because, again, we uh, there was a shift in... 2018 where it felt like we were like oh well what are things outside of funhouse channel things that we can do mm-hmm. that are be that'd be fun things that aren't normally videos but i feel like you know kind of following the path of band manager and the matrix and stuff we're like well how can we have fun on the channel too mm-hmm. what are fun things yeah. and so like i know elise has more ideas for oh, does she? bigger things. And we've talked <laughs> oh. about it before and really? we wanted to get into 2018 we just didn't have time with everything else that happened I really- but there's like some fun ideas that we have because we don't want it to be like, oh, all these cool things are things that are somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want to figure out fun things to do with the channel. Yeah. I, I still want to do the, um, I, I guess, yeah, Funhouse TV Live Live. Oh, yeah. Where like we take requests and do stuff. I have it, I've been setting it up. I just need to do it. So it's like basically like a DJ. Like yeah. we're going we're gonna to be DJing Funhouse TV. Taking requests, reading comments, all that stuff. Um, also, I can't really <clears throat> talk about it, but I, I showed some of you guys. The uh, we had a fan just send us like a Funhouse TV like reimagined thing that he oh, did yeah. with like these like sweet lower thirds and stuff. And I was like, dear God, we have awesome fans. Yeah, that's really cool. So yeah. hopefully, hoping to implement some of that stuff too in there. Um, I guess I have one final news story, but eh, we honestly don't need to talk about. It. Let me do this last ad read. Yeah, do it. Um, just uh, let our listeners and viewers know that this episode of Deuce was brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. So it's very non-intimidating. Sorry, it is a very non-intimidating way for uh, stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence, something my friend Bruce knows all about. Confidence. Zoom in on Bruce. (laughs) There's no camera operators. (laughs) Uh, The whole service is very simple, very intuitive. It's a clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way. So a few pros about it. There's no cost or commission fee, like I said earlier, while other brokers uh, charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood does not. They preach uh, this system of basically to learn by doing a learn by doing system where you learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. They even offer custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. I've also often wondered about that because my dad did investments uh, in my younger days. And I was like, you, you get pings and notifications now. It's, it's really like, hard. Man, you don't, I'm just used to the stock ticker. I don't know. So anyway, uh, we are uh, giving Robinhood, uh, Robinhood is giving our listeners and viewers uh, a free stock. So something like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. You can sign up at dudesoup.robinhood.com. Once again, that is dudesoup.robinhood.com. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. And with that, I believe we're at the end of the yeah, end of the episode. Oh, you know, um, one quick thing. Yeah. Um, when I signed up for the Hollywood Stock Exchange How website, yeah. they also gave me a free stock. Wait, what? The what? Hollywood Stock Exchange. The one that was at Machinima? Well, yeah, before it was that's, at Machinima, that's and I was just into, a college yeah. kid who oh. watched a lot of movies, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it thought this website was cool. It is cool. Quickly explain see. for those who... It's a great, it's a great idea. It's, so it's basically it was, it was born a website after <laughs> that used people's celebrities and movies' pro- popularity to determine its worth compared to other celebrities. Such a great idea. And you could buy shares in movies or, or celebrities... Yep. And then you would build a portfolio of value that would basically be assigned over time. So mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, whatever. Could you make actual real money on it, though? No. I, 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 so. thought, I think it was just a game. It's, yeah. it's, you know what mm-hmm. it is? It's fantasy football, but, yeah. but for Hollywood. Yeah. Gotcha. That's exactly. I gave you a free stock when you started. Yeah. My free stock? 
Bill Paxton. Oh. Not worth a lot He's right dead, now. I yeah. think, isn't but he? at the time, <laughs> is it like a painter though that when they die, their movies become more valuable? No, I don't think so. So I, think I it's mean, let me see how much Twister. <laughs> see how Twister's doing. <laughs> Twister. See how Twister's doing. I typed in Twister value. Well, it mm -hmm. made its uh, it made its money in 1997. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, let me check box That's office it. mojo. Because they didn't make a Twister two, so let's see. We. How dare they? They didn't. Twisters. I know. They didn't make it. Okay. Well. But all the, think about all those times you were like, listen, that Ben Wishaw's got something. Who? Ben Wishaw. I don't know who that is. Voice of Paddington. He just won like a Golden Globe. Is I'm he in, in this movie? No, what? he's in Paddington. Oh. oh I'm just saying. Is he like, in Twister? You're like, oh, well, there's this guy. He just keeps appearing in things. Or that there's that one kid. Who's that one kid now who's in everything? He was in Call Me By Your Name, and he's in every movie now. Look at that. Oh, that's oh, a, oh. What's uh, his name? Oh my god. He's a, the one that stars next stars next to Army Hammer and I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. It's got a weird name. It's, it's like it's, Chandelier. It's just like uh It's like Timothy Chalet. Timothy yeah. Timothy uh, Chalamet. 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 Yeah, that's yeah. What yeah. It is, yeah. So is like he? but he's like he's everywhere now and I think he's going to be in like a Spielberg movie, but imagine if you had watched Edge of 17 and were like there's something about this kid, uh -huh. bought some of his some shares in him then. Oh. You'd be rich in fake money. <laughs> <laughs> I I worked in that the real system of that, uh, briefly, I think I told you guys this before, but I did casting. Mm -hmm. oh, it was yeah. like my internship. You won't shut up about it. <laughs> it was great. Uh, no, but it was, a lot of it was banking on, yeah. the, so it was basically every sister from the Sisterhood of Traveling Pants came in, and they all tried out for the same exact role because the casting agent was like, this movie is blowing up, and all these girls are going to be huge. Mm -hmm. I think Amber Heard may have been one of them. Blake Lively. Blake Lively, that's the one, yeah. So, like, I think she's the only one who kind of did something. That's maybe. pretty good. Blake Lively? America Ferreira in it? I think America she was Ferreira's in, that, in it. She was in that, that show for a while. I think she was, actually. It was weird, because they, they all came Ugly in. Ugly Betty. Yeah. Ugly Betty. And then also, she's in Superstore. She's in Superstore. That's that not bad. bad. But so, how would that do in your Hollywood stock? Exchange? I don't know, but I think about it this way: we would all potentially be penny stocks in this if it wasn't around now. Mm -hmm. We might be on it as low value but oh. high investment hold stocks. On hold on a minute. The YouTube stock exchange. The YouTube stock. We exchange? should make the YouTube stock exchange. Oh my god! And then we can buy or sell stock in PewDiePie or T Series or yeah. whoever else. Oh my god! And you, you, oh, you have to buy like. Uh, It'd be crazy What's too, our currency like, called? Someone, someone says the N word. Likes. Think someone says the N word and people are trying to sell. It. <laughs> like, ah, oh, sell. No, no, no. I know, but imagine if uh, was that Logan Paul went to the suicide forest again. People are trying to sell. Oh, part two. People are trying to buy. Well, that's what They're I'm trying saying. To buy. But that's what, <laughs> if you up. see the price go down, you're like, that's it. He's done for. But then other people are like, Oof. no, 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 no. And they're like, he can only rise from here. We got to make the YouTube stock. Okay. Exchange. Well, the problem is we just said it publicly. So someone's going to make it, put it up on Steam for free and then copyright to us. Yeah. <laughs> we said copyright trademark. <laughs> Once again, when I shout copyright, it means copyright. Right. As uh, long as you slamp your hand. Yeah. All copyright. Of, I love that. All of our ideas require uh, <laughs> one of YouTube's <laughs> services or Google's services. Like we mm. created a game. Mm. It, it needs Google trends to work, but <laughs> we own it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. on. Twitch stock exchange. That's also a thing that's oh, owned. Oh, exactly. yeah. I think Amazon might. My, my. Copyright. We should look into this. Anyway, uh, that's it for this week's episode of Dude Soup. Thank you, uh, Bruce James. If uh, people want to check out your guys' channels, where can they go? Uh, YouTube.com slash Couch Hop. <laughs> yeah, and mine is uh, YouTube.com slash P-E-W-D-I-E-P-I-E. -E -E -E. Okay. Yeah. I uh, wish these two little indies the best. <laughs> I, I love them for being uh, my guests. Thank you to our sponsors <laughs> for giving the show live. Stay tuned. If you are a first member, we're doing a little post show. We're looking at some fan art, take some questions. Oh, great time. But until then, we'll see you tomorrow because we're a channel that uploads videos every day. <laughs> so we'll see you then. Goodbye, TV land. <laughs> it's not TV. <laughs> YouTube. Uh, take me away, Omar.